0: Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I can't believe it uh, that we're on episode 13. As I'm recording this, it's October 1st of 2014. And so we've just entered into the last quarter of 2014. Um, you know, I'm, I, I, I hate to sound old, but man, a living time flies. Uh, i Uh, it it, the older I get it seems like the faster the year goes by and so in this episode I thought I, I wanted to take a pause here to just look at how the year's gone so far and maybe talk a little bit about creating a plan to make the last quarter of 2014 just awesome So I want to get into it. I don't have a specific tip or tool of the week in this episode, but I wanted to mention a couple of books that I've run across that I I haven't read them yet, but I, I, you know, I found recommendations for them. I saw them in in a couple different places and they just really look helpful and kind of pertinent to what uh, has been going on in my mind and some feedback I've gotten from some listeners lately. So, you know, caveat, I haven't read these books yet. I plan to, I've put them on my list, but I thought I'd share them with you because I thought they might be relevant. The first one is called The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. And this, this book is a faith-based approach to, as she calls it, or subtitled, um, making wise decisions in the midst of endless demands. And that really caught my attention because I, I don't know about you, but so often I feel like, you know, there's just a million things coming at me, uh, needing my time and attention, and and it can get a little overwhelming and difficult to to know what to do when and and how to you know just how to meet all those obligations, all the things we've talked about on previous episodes, and listen to what it says on the website for this book. And I'm quoting now. I'm, I'm reading it from there. It Says, "Are you living with the stress of an overwhelmed schedule and aching with the sadness of an overwhelmed soul?" Lisa Turkhurst is learning that there is a big difference between saying yes to everyone and saying yes to God. In the best yes, she will help you cure the disease to please with a biblical understanding of the command to love, escape the guilt of disappointing others by learning the secret of the small no, overcome the agony of hard choices by embracing a wisdom-based decision-making process, And rise above the rush of endless demands and discover your best yes today. And I got to tell you, I read that description and I thought, yep, that's me, I'm in. So I am, uh, without knowing much more than, you know, I've heard Lisa speak one time in the past and she was really, really... Encouraging, inspiring. So, I'm planning to pick up a copy of this book and read it soon. Uh, I'll put a link to the show in the show notes to the website and maybe where you can track down a copy. If you read it, would you let me know and tell me what you think? Um, Send an email or put something on Facebook. Uh, I'd love to kind of compare notes once we've all read it. So again, I'll put a link in the show notes for where you can track this book down. Another book that I bought, I I don't know this author, but uh, it's an author named Brady Boyd. And the title of the book just, uh, you know, caught my attention. It's Addicted to Busy. And it's subtitled Recovery for the Rushed Soul. And uh, frankly, not knowing anything more than that, I thought this really sounds intriguing. So I've added this to my to-do or to-be-read list as well and I'll put a a link in the show notes to where you can find a copy, and again, let me know if you read it, uh, or if you have read it, Uh, I'd be interested to know what you think, but it's definitely something I'm going to check out, I think it could be, it could be interesting, so that's it uh, for kind of my, uh, you know, maybe that's a little bit of a tip of the week, Uh, But I want to get into the main content for the show, which, um, as I said before, as I'm recording this, we've just stepped into the last quarter of the year 2014. And it just seemed to me like a good time to take a little time to evaluate where we are, where we want to be at the end of the year, you know, while there's still time to do something about it. And so I, I want to spend a few minutes talking about that. And this is a process that I'm going through myself um, as I look toward, you know, we're on kind of the downhill slope of this year already. So, you know, the first thing I, I thought about is, you know, what can be accomplished in a ca- calendar quarter? We've got three months or 12 weeks or about 90 days. Uh, you know, it's it it seems like time has gone by so fast, but there's still that much time left. What can be done? Well, for some people, you, you could write a rough draft of a book in 90 days if you wrote 1,000 words a day, which, you know, a lot of the writers that I know write a lot more than that, but pretty much anybody could get, you know, 500 to 1,000 words in. So you could get a rough draft done. A person could lose 10 pounds in a calendar quarter at a healthy rate of about a pound a week. It's totally doable and totally healthy, Uh, or you know, could be. Obviously, you know, consult your doctor before you start making any big changes in your diet or your your exercise. But it's that's it's doable. You can establish a new habit in that period of time. You can do any number of things that can. You could save some money for towards something you really want to accomplish. Um, You could plan a vacation. You could do any number of things in a calendar quarter. So it's not too late. There's still time left to accomplish uh, the things that you really care about in 2014, and um, so let's, let's talk about um, how we can do that, and some of this is a little bit of a refresher on some things we've talked about in previous episodes on goal setting and sort of life evaluation, but again, I, I, to me, this, this, it's sort of a, when you step into a new quarter of a year, it's a little bit of a milestone That's a good time to pause and look look at what we've done. So this is a time, first of all, to just kind of take a breath, and and think about what have you accomplished so far this year. That's the first thing. Let's celebrate those successes. And you know, it's easy for me to kind of think, oh, all these things I wanted to accomplish and I haven't done them. I haven't done them, and the year's almost over. Um, But it's a good time to to look back and think. Well, what have I done? Well, I've launched a podcast and I have recorded and put twelve consecutive weekly episodes out there. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I, um, on a more personal level, stretched myself a little bit uh, in my little my introvert self to reach out to a couple of people and try and develop some new friendships, um, and that that's important to me. I made a pretty big change earlier this year that allowed me to cut two to three hours a day of commute time and thereby create some margin in my life that's helped me to be a little more relaxed and a little more um, uh, able to do some other things that I care about. Like the productive woman, so I you know those are some things that I think are worth celebrating and, and so, I'd ask you to think about that. What have you accomplished before before we look forward to thinking about all right, what are we going to do with these last three months? What have you done in the first nine that you can feel good about and it may be you know some little thing, but whatever those successes are, whatever those accomplishments are, give yourself a pat on the back and give yourself some credit for the effort that's made and and so think about those things and maybe write those down journal those and 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 really again give yourself credit for having accomplished what you've done um you know in some cases well i'm not i was going to say having made it nine months without having you know shed blood anywhere that can be kind of a an accomplishment in and of itself um so again give yourself credit for what you have done the next step I think is to reevaluate the goals you set for yourself. If you were one of those who, you know, did new year's resolutions and maybe you've been pursuing them, uh, and maybe you haven't, but, uh, or if you went through the process we talked about earlier, uh, in, in an earlier episode of, of goal setting, look at those goals, pull those out and look at them and think about those, reevaluate them. Are those still value, valid to you? Are they still calling to your heart? Um, do you need to make some changes in what you're pursuing for the remainder of the year? So just, you know, have a have some time to honestly evaluate the goals that you set and think about whether you still want to pursue those things. That being done, what's left to be done in the fourth quarter of 2014? Uh to if you want to where do you want to end up this year? What do you want to accomplish in these last three months? For me, it's, I I want, I'm going to finish the novel I started two years ago. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that and what what kind of happened with that. And I want to reinstate some healthier eating habits and and regular exercise. I've kind of let those things go by the wayside in a way that I'm not real happy with. And so I want to, you know, those are two things that I'm kind of focusing on for um, uh, the remainder of this year what what's yours what do you want to do with these three months that are left of this year um are 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 they personal goals are they work related is it relationship building um you know where do you want to go with the three months that are left to us this year obviously it's not the end of the world and and we've always got next year but you know what we're talking about in this episode right now is is Um, you know making the most of the time we have remaining in this year are there things that are left undone and unpursued uh, from the things you thought about earlier in the year and if so what's stopping you give some thought to that is there something you've really wanted to do um, but you've been blocked there are a lot of things that can block though can block us from pursuing the things that we care about Um, And I want to, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. There are some really great insights on this particular topic in a book called Time Management from the Inside Out by a writer named Julie Morgenstern. She writes some great books on organization, time management, and those sorts of things. Highly recommend this book. The beginning of it is just really stellar in terms of giving you things to think about as to why maybe you're struggling to get a, a handle on your time. And I will have a link in the show notes, but there are a number of things that can interfere or block us from pursuing the things that we really want to do and and I may have said this before, but for me, that's probably one of the most frustrating things. I can get myself to do the things um, that other people want the thing I can be very disciplined at work and um, taking care of my clients' needs and those sorts of things. But then there are these things that I I really care personally about that maybe don't matter to a lot of other people. But they're something that really is from my heart, like writing, or, you know, a couple other things like that, what's blocking us from doing those things. And in some cases, um, it may be external factors, maybe you've got an unrealistic workload put on you by other people. Are there things you can do about that? Is there someone you can talk to? If that's what's blocking you from accomplishing the things, whether personally or professionally or or in in any area, um, can you go to someone, to a colleague, to a supervisor, uh, to to someone who's in a position perhaps to help you redistribute your workload, if we're talking about in a job situation? you know, maybe that's not possible. Maybe you're in a season of life where, you know, that you're just going to have to, um, maybe adjust your, you know, the goals you're pursuing to deal with the fact that it's, you know, a crazy busy time and you're the person who needs to do it. But often it's not the case that you're the person there. There almost always is something that we're doing that could either be, um, delegated. And remember, we've talked about this in a previous episode about giving other people an opportunity to contribute instead of trying to always be the person who's, um, you know, who's who's holding down the fort and keeping everything going. So look at your, you know, it may be, though, an unrealistic workload, either that you've taken on or that other people have imposed on you. and, And maybe you need to look at some, some alternatives for dealing with that. Other external factors, maybe, you know, health issues that impair your energy and stamina. And um, what, what, if anything, can be done about those, those kinds of issues? We have to be realistic and look at what we're capable of, given the circumstances that we have at the time. But can your health, your stamina, your energy be improved by improving your diet, by getting some exercise, by... Um, um, rearranging things a little bit to get some more rest, sometimes our health issues can be improved in that. I I don't want to trivialize by any stretch the kinds of serious health issues that some people deal with. And um, my heart goes out to you if you're struggling with something like that. All of us can accomplish something, but again, we have to be realistic uh, given the circumstances that we are in. Other external factors, there there are lots of them, an unsupportive partner. We've talked about all these in previous episodes, but, you know, maybe the phase of life that you're in, if you have lo- young children to care for, a parent needing care, you've transitioned to a new job, or, uh, you know, you're about to move and you've got to deal with all the, the things related to that, you know, look at those things and see what, what if anything, can be done um to improve that that situation to make a little more carve out a little more time a little more energy to do the to pursue your goals for some of us it's internal factors that may be blocking us from pursuing the things that we you know the goals that we set for ourselves. Um, well, maybe it's a lack of clarity on what you really want and you need to go back and really be honest and think about that maybe it's a fear of failure uh, maybe it's perfectionism. A lot of us struggle with this, and we did a whole episode on that um, previously about the impact that perfectionism has on our productivity. So, you know, it's certainly something. Things like that can definitely interfere with us pursuing um, our goals and the, the things that we want to accomplish. But you know the the exercise here is to look at ourselves honestly and and see what is it if if i had set these goals for myself and i'm not pursuing them much less accomplishing them then why is that and is there something that can be done about it in some cases it might be you know what i'll call structural problems um that you you know for instance is is the project that you want to accomplish the goal too comp- complex if you think about starting there's something you want to do and you think about starting but every time you think about doing that you just feel overwhelmed and you don't know where to begin Well, you deal with that by breaking it down into its smallest components Um, uh, for for example maybe you've got a task or a goal on your list to i don't know plan the family vacation you know that's a fun thing right and yet you're not getting it done it keeps getting pushed off and and postponed Well, because you just kind of every time you think, oh, I got to do that, I got to get the vacation planned, it's on my to do list. Well, that's not a task, though, that's a project. And only tasks, discrete individual tasks should be on your to do list. And, and, um, you know, I'm going to do an episode on this later, you know, sort of the difference between a project and a, and a task and how to uh, turn one into the other. But a a, a task is a, is a, 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 an action, a single action that can be accomplished in a specific place and at a specific time, those should be on your to-do list. Uh, uh, Something that you may be calling a task that involves multiple steps and multiple locations and, you know, those sorts of things, those are projects. And you can't do a project. You can do a task towards accomplishing or completing a project. And so when you've got something like, planning the family vacation that's a project you need to break it down into those component parts that can be scheduled put on your to-do list or on your calendar for instance maybe the components might be first of all you need to schedule some time with your husband to discuss options and what what's the budget and what are the available dates when are we going to go And once you've done that, then maybe you need to research locations. Once you've kind of pulled the family as to what do you want to be able to do, um, then go research some locations and figure out what fits within the budget and the time frame you've got available. And then you choose the location. And then once you've chosen the location, research lodging, you know, hotel options or cabins or, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do. And you know that's something you can do at a specific time. You set aside half an hour to get on the computer and you know Google hotels in you know Tampa or wherever it is you're going to go. Um, and once you've done that, then you choose one that fits your budget that has the activities that you want to do. Whatever. Uh, then you can research your transportation options. You can book your flights, etc. So. I, I hope I'm articulating this well, that when a project, when, when when a goal isn't getting accomplished because it's too overwhelming and you can't even figure out where to start, the place to start is to sit down and break it down into its smallest component parts to individual tasks that can be completed at a specific time uh, with specific resources in a specific place and checked off the list and move you you know, down the road towards accomplishing whatever, you know, completing the project. Um, but that's definitely something that uh, can be overwhelming, and prevent people, can prevent us from starting uh, and com- and achieving our goals. Another thing that can interfere is if our space is too organized. It's too, it's hard to work, it's hard to focus, it's hard to get things done. If that's a problem for you, then, you know, maybe the first step is to create a project on your, you know, in your task management to organize your space and that is a project it is not a task to organize my office that is a huge project and that's probably one i'll do a whole episode on you know the steps towards getting your your office say or your workspace organized Um, so create that project, and, and we'll, we'll work on that in the future. But maybe if you want to, you know, start working on your Q4 2014 goals, you want to follow an emergency procedure that I kind of alluded to previously. Do a quick cleanup of your workspace. Discard the trash. Stash the, stash the papers. Clear the decks and make some space to, to start making progress on your goals. If the disorganization of your space is what's interfering with you or interfering with you accomplishing your goals um so again if if you haven't made the progress that you'd like giving yourself credit for what you have done remember then think about what's stopping you and what can be done to help move that along for me um you know, going back to what I said, my what I want to accomplish in the last quarter of this year is to finish the novel that I started two years ago, and to work on uh, my my health, my diet, and exercise. Um, f- what was blocking me? I've been stuck on that novel. I started it two years ago, Uh, I have an an agent that I very much admire and respect and would very much like to work with, has asked me to send her the, the manuscript when I finish it, and it paralyzed me, I did I haven't, you know, I got a lot of words written, but I get right up to the point of almost having it finished, and then I haven't finished it, and I just... You know, I got stuck. I'd sit down to write, and no words come. It's been very, very frustrating. And I was talking with someone. I was challenged about this by uh, by somebody I really respect at a conference. I att- a writing conference I attended last weekend, um, and I was talking to her about you know the fact that I've been stuck and how frustrating that is. And she asked me a question that really made me think. And and the question was is it possible you're not finishing, so you don't have to submit it? And, you know, implied there is, because once you submit it, you risk getting rejected, right? And I just thought, uh, yeah, (laughs) probably so, because, you know, I've, I've, this is something I've wanted for a long time, and if I finish it, and then I have to send it to her, and if I send it to the agent, she might decide she doesn't want to you know, she doesn't like it, or she doesn't want to take me on as a client. And it, in some ways, it's easier to just never finish, because if I don't finish, I don't have to submit it. And if I haven't submitted it, I can't get rejected, right? You know, that's the crazy logic, or illogic of, of the fearful, I guess. And so if there's, if there's a project that you've been wanting to do, but haven't been able to finish, or haven't been able to make the progress, And I'll ask you the same question. Is it possible you're not finishing it so you won't risk, uh, you won't have to risk rejection or failure? Just something to think about. I know that uh, uh, I'm I'm fortunate to have someone who kind of came alongside me and helped me think through a plan to uh, get mine finished and get it sent out before the end of the year. And that is my objective. So you've gone through this process and kind of the next question then is what do you need? If you've identified the, the things that you want to do in the next three months, what do you need in order to wholeheartedly pursue those things for those next three months? Are there resources you, you need? Is there help you need? Is there time you need? Um, what is it that you need in order to just pursue those? And I, I, hopefully, it's only going to be two or three things that you've got on your list that you're going to be pursuing. Um, what are you going to set aside in order to accomplish these things? We've talked about this before, that, that time and money and energy are finite resources. You can't do everything at the same time. So what are, you going to, what are you willing to set aside to accomplish the things that you've decided you want to do in the next three months? You're going to give up watching TV? you know, maybe not forever, but maybe one night a week, you're going to set, you're going to turn off the TV and do something. You're going to give up your, I don't know, day, I'm not a coffee drinker, but daily lattes so that you can use that money for something else. What, what Survey your kingdom, so to speak, and what are you willing to set aside in order to pursue the this one or two or three goals for the next three months wholeheartedly, We're not talking about forever, we're just talking about three months and we can do anything for three months, right? And finally, or well, not finally, but the next thing would be what energizes you? How are you going to reward yourself for your efforts regardless of the outcome? Plan right now for how you're going to celebrate your success and remember to count the effort as a success. Even if you don't get the result you wanted, The fact that you you made the effort counts for something. And so how are you going to reward yourself? And how are you going to celebrate the success um, when you reach the, you know, that end of that quarter? Finally, get accountable. Do you have somebody that you, uh, you know, accountability partner, somebody that uh, can help encourage you and help you keep on track? If so, share your plans with your accountability partner. If, if you don't have somebody right there in your day-to-day life that you can do that with, then share them with the, the, the Productive Woman community in the comments or on Facebook. Or if you don't f- want to make it public, share them with me. I'll be your accountability partner. You can send me an email at feedback at theproductivewoman.com. And I, will, um, I would be happy and, and, and pleased to help encourage you towards accomplishing what you want to do in the coming months. So those are just a few things to think about in as we go on that, uh, you know, that downhill side of this year. Uh, What a great year it's been so far, but there's still more that we can do. Uh, And, you know, the important thing is, though, don't get so that I'm, I'm telling I'm saying this to myself, not get so wrapped up in the future and in accomplishing things and checking things off the to do list that I forget to uh, enjoy the moment that I'm in and the people that I'm with and, um, just the joy of, of being alive. You know what I mean? Um, the, the great thing about life is that every day is new. So even if, if you've fallen off track in moving toward your goals, and I will confess that I have this year, um, the great thing is we can start over today. Tomorrow's a new day and we can start over tomorrow and, oh, and we can start over every day, um, Uh, new and fresh and and continuing in the direction of making that life that matters that we care so much about. So what do you think? When will you take a few minutes to go through this process and get set up to make the next three months awesome? What goals will you pursue to completion in the next three months? What steps do you want to take tomorrow, today, uh, to accomplish those things that you care about, to make your life wonderful. I would love it if you'd share your thoughts on this by going to theproductivewoman.com, look for the show notes for episode 13, and scroll down to the comments section. I, I'd love to hear what you think, what you're going to do, comments, questions, suggestions, whatever. Um, I, I look forward to hearing from you. So before we wrap up, I guess a couple of uh, just quick reminders, as always, I always want to be sure that I'm covering productivity related topics on this on this show that are useful and interesting and helpful to you. So if there's something you'd like me to talk about, if there's a a woman, a productive woman that you think I should invite as a guest, do let me know. You can email your suggestions or your questions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or you can leave me a voice message by going to theproductivewoman.com and clicking on the pink tab at the right hand side of the site. Be sure if you leave you know if you leave that recording tell me who you are like hey I'm Jennifer from Joplin. If you have a website a blog something like that let me know what that is and if I use your question or or your suggestion in an episode I'll share your site as well and uh, maybe help some people find you. Um, I have mentioned in the last couple episodes that I'm uh, very excited that the productive woman podcast has joined the noodle mix network, which is a, uh, a network of some really great podcasts, uh, including the audacity to podcast, which is, r- you know, really interesting to nerdy people like me who, who want to do a good job of, of creating a podcast. Also on the network, um, is a great productivity podcast called beyond the to do list, um, Eric Fisher uh, interviews lots of people who are involved in productivity-related things and get all sorts of really great suggestions and tips there. And the Ramen Noodle, which is a clean comedy podcast. I am really proud to be in such good company, and I hope you'll check out the other great podcasts that will make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx and very soon um, if you've been to the website for the podcast right now you see that it's on my personal website it's going to be moving from my website to its own separate site on the noodle mix um, servers and if you've subscribed to the podcast in itunes or stitcher or via email at the website then you shouldn't have to do anything to keep getting the new web or episodes just um, so you might want to do that before the change happens which could be very very soon well that's it for this 13th episode of The Productive Woman. I want to thank you again for spending this time with me. I, I I'm really grateful that you that you're here. I hope you found something that's useful to you in this. I hope um, that I you feel encouraged and find something that you can put to use in your own life. That's what I do this for. If you're enjoying the podcast and you haven't already subscribed, remember you can subscribe to The Productive Woman in iTunes or on Stitcher. Links to both are in the show notes at TheProductiveWoman.com. Look for episode 13. You can also click on the iTunes or Stitcher icon in the right hand sidebar of the blog. Um, subscribing by any of those means will mean that every new episode goes straight to your computer your smartphone or wherever you're set up to listen to podcasts as soon as it's released Uh, as always if you think the podcast is worthwhile i'd really be very thankful if you would consider posting a review of the productive woman on itunes it helps uh, keep the podcast visible Keep keep it where people can find it. Uh, women who haven't heard of it before can discover it and come and be a part of this. And remember that we do have a Facebook page, and I would love to have uh, you comment there and join that that uh, that group. Or it's it's a page, but look for the productive woman on, on Facebook. Like the page and leave a post there when you're there. Uh, to introduce yourself or if there's a question or if something you'd like, a topic you'd like to throw out there for people to, to comment on. I really want to hear from you. I really want to make this a community and a conversation and not just uh, me talking all the time. Uh, I've got some interesting guests coming up in, in future episodes that I think you're really going to enjoy. And uh, I'm looking forward to sharing those with you. So I, I hope to hear from you soon and talk to you again next time and until next time remember extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter